Thank you for listening to Jetson Live with your host, Myra. Thank you for tuning in to our Arthur Spotlight. You're able to ask the questions you may want to know about their books or the stories they share with us by calling us on one of our live shows. Please go ahead and contact us and be part of this wonderful experience where you're able to interact with or feature Arthurs. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, you are listening to Jatson Live, The Esoteric Journey. This is your host, Myra Lean. We, this, is, this is a new podcast. This is our very first episode, so we're super excited that you're here, that you're joining us. What is this podcast about? This podcast is about unlocking ancient wisdom from within, elevating our connection to our higher self, and awakening the divine within you. This is the first episode of our Discovering Empowerment series. Today, we're going to be talking about our journeys with the Mezcal. And if you don't know what that is, we'll start there um, and you'll hear all about that. So let's jump in. Let's meet Jatson. Hi, Jatson. Um, I am Jatson and it's good to meet everybody that's listening to us today. And I'm glad to be here with Mara. Good, good, good. So obviously this podcast is called Jetson Live. And so I really want um, everyone to kind of get to know you. And uh, let's start with uh, getting to know when did your esoteric journey begin? Well, my esoteric journey, I want to say it started when I was younger, but I didn't really follow through until about 40 years old. I have been getting messages my whole life into becoming into going into the mindfulness wellness path and everything has been aligning for me but i needed to meet a certain person and i knew about this person i knew i was supposed to meet them 20 years i knew i was supposed to meet somebody in my 40s and exactly at 40 this person um came into my life and everything started pretty much going crazy Uh, all the signs all the different um things that i was hearing And then I just started following. So in 2020, as you know, we had the COVID and during the COVID, the veil was very low and there was a lot of energy that was going back and forth. And a lot of people who were very, um, I wanna say sensitive, um, you know, they were sentients, they were, you know, having uh, things that you could, visions or whatever it was, it triggered even more because the veil was so low. And I was one of them. And when that happened, I was just following the science at that point. So the esoteric journey for me, full blown started when I was 40, even though I had been seeing signs of it since I was little, around four, uh, all the way through until now. Yeah, okay. There's so many questions from from just what you said. Who is the person that you met? I'm sure everybody is curious. Yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit more about that. So when I was in, I want to say, you know how sometimes in your life there's 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 forks on the road, right? Where you have to like choose where you go left and you go right, and there's that pivotal moment where you might break down and you might have like a a downtime moment or a depression situation going on because you're lost. You know, you you are lost. Um, and at this time in my life, I was I was hearing messages but i was too young i was in my 20s and i just didn't want to i didn't want to listen i just wanted to be just give me the answer and let me get get on with it so i i read tarot cards and i've been reading tarot cards since i was about 12 years old 
Um, and so I was kind of like down and about, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just read the tarot cards and see what the tarot cards are saying uh, for my life because I'm 20 years old. And when you're 20, you think your life ends tomorrow. You don't realize that you have a whole lot to go. <laughs> you know, 20, you're so young, so little. So the rule of thumb when you read cards, tarot cards, is if any cards, any card falls out of the deck while you're shuffling, you have to read it. And what happened to me was very simple. I had literally just the major arcana cards. I took out every other card out of the deck because I felt like I didn't need them. I needed to uh, specifically ask for a person. I was asking for a person. I was inquiring about a person at this point, which to me was the the person that was gonna go to make my life better somehow and, and make my my journey, my trajectory make sense. Okay, um, and that's the question that I uh, that I had, and I'm walking in my room holding literally just the major Arcana cards on my hand or in my hand, um, and I tripped <laughs> on what I don't know. I I just literally tripped. I there was n there was nothing to trip on, and I tripped, and the cards flew out of my hand. Not all of them, just a couple of them, and they're laying down on the floor, spread out, and so I I you know. I land on my knees and I'm kind of like cabagled and distraught. And I go to myself, okay, Jetson, you have two choices. You either reshuffle or you read. So I chose reading. And as I flip the cards over, uh, especially at being 20 years old, it was like I was reading my story. I was reading exactly everything that was going to happen. Um, and I, and I, and I, literally remember it as it was as it was yesterday i remember it so clearly i i was there on my knees i was crying i was flipping one card at a time and i could read how many children i was going to have i was i could read uh, who i was going to marry down to the color of their eyes who they were when that was going to happen um down to you know my divorce i mean you name it i saw it on those cards and when i get to the end of all these cards, and we can talk about what I read there in another uh, show if you want to. I can go into the tale because it's pretty interesting. Because when I finally get to the last card and I flip it over, um, it was two cards together, and I look at both cards and I stare at them, and I'm like, "This makes no sense." Because this person is two people. This person either is coming back or I'm gonna meet them and then they're gonna go away and come back, or it's a person right after the other. And I stare at the cards and I look deep into them and I realize that it's somebody that's coming from overseas. I realize that they have blue eyes. I realize that they're older in their 60s and I'm 20, you know? So I'm like, why is that old dude gonna come into my life? That makes no sense, right? Um, and I just sit there and I kind of like, I mean, I'm in a daze, I'm in a, a part where I've I've let go. I'm kind of like just taking the information in, and I see the number forty. And when I see the number forty, I realized, oh, whoever this person is, I will not get to meet anytime soon. This this answer that I'm seeking is not today. It's not tomorrow. It's not for for the next month. So at twenty, I'm like I'm gonna be miserable for twenty years before I find that person. Um, I didn't read any more 
after that, I was pretty upset and I put all the cards together. I looked at each one individually. I remember exactly what each one said. Um, and I put them away and went to bed crying and I've lived my life just waiting. And when I got to where I live currently, Sarasota, Florida, when I came here, I knew I was supposed to move south and I knew I was supposed to come south from Tampa because I was supposed to meet somebody here. And I got here in 2014. I felt a deep connection to the area. I, I knew I was supposed to meet somebody here and I met several people here uh, that were, they had, they had similarities. They had, um, for example, um, I knew the person was going to live by a, a body of water because of the cards that came out when I was 20. It mentioned a body of water. It mentioned overseas. It mentioned blue eyes. And it mentioned um, someone who had a Germanic um, either last name or background of some sort. So, of course, you know, anytime that I meet a German, my little radar was up and going, oh, maybe it's this person. Um, and every time that I met somebody who just didn't fit the bill, I would discard them um, because I was I was waiting for this person for so long. And so when I get to be about 39 and my birthday is about to roll in three birthdays in a row, I broke my heel on my birthday. And that means something is coming. Something is coming. And on my last birthday, on November, I break my heel again. I'm like, okay, this is this is the third time. I got to pay attention. And there's a um, Mexican tradition. I'm not Mexican, but my friend is. She said, if you go ahead and drink the last drops of your um, champagne, you're supposed to count 15 drops. And if you get 15 drops, that means that what you wish for will come to be. So in my head, I was like, well, I'm already 40. Let this person come into my life. Let this person come into my life that is supposed to go ahead and change my journey to where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, I put my head, I tilt my head back. Uh, she starts giving me the little drops and we start counting them. Um, and I got 15. And my wish was to go ahead and have this person find me, finally. Uh, so. Fast forward, we're still in the middle of COVID. Um, and in my 40s, uh, this person showed up. And I was in denial when I first uh, met them because I already had met them before. I already had known about them before. I already had dated them before. And I'm like, no, you're not, you're not the guy I'm waiting for. You're not the guy. And um, a friend of mine who, his name is Jordy, um, and one day you guys might be able to meet him on, on the podcast. He's a very interesting character. He is an intuitive drawer. And he went ahead and said to me, Jetson, do you want me to draw anything for you? And I'm like, no, I don't need anything. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But then he wanted skincare done. And he goes, can I trade you for drawing? So I was like, okay, fine, I'll trade you. So I did his facials and he went ahead and uh, drew a couple of pictures for me. And on the drawing that he makes, um, he draws a, a sign that was like a lightning bolt in the letter of a W. And then he draws um, some coffee cups, some salad bowls, and a person, a man to be exact, and um, his feet were hairy. So we both laugh about it. 
And he goes to me, I don't know, that's what I saw. And I said to him, okay, maybe that's the person I'm waiting for. Maybe that's the person who's supposed to be coming and I'm waiting for them. So fast forward to where this guy comes back in, this guy is walking around barefooted at a uh, nice hotel in Sarasota. Um, he's eating salads left and right and drinking coffee like a crazy person. And hairy feet is actually a sign and a symbolism for people who um, come from money. And he came from a wealthy family. Um, and he has just come back from having been overseas for over five years. And everything seemed to point to him except for his last name because his last name was just a regular American last name. So I go back to my friend, Jordi, and I tell Jordi um, my, what happened to me when I was in my 20s with the cards. And I said to him, you know, I'm supposed to be waiting for this person. This person's gotta come in now because I'm 40 years old. I can feel it. I know something's gonna change. I know something's gonna be happening that my journey is gonna finally start in what I'm supposed to be doing or, or focusing on. And um, I go ahead and talk to this guy and I said to him, hey, can, can I tell you something about, about my life? And he was all ears. And I tell him exactly what, what happened and, and how I'm waiting for this person and how he's not it. I literally tell him, I do wanna go back to dating me, but it's not gonna work out because you're not the guy I'm waiting for. You're just not the guy I'm waiting for. And he goes to me, yeah, but based on Jordan's drawing, um, because I showed him the drawing, and he's the one that actually mentioned that the uh, lightning bolt was a W, which I had not picked up on. And he goes to me, that lightning bolt looks like a W, and my name is Will. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, uh, and I see that there's salads in this coffees, and that's my diet, literally. I just drink coffee and salads right now. And I don't know why there's hairy feet. My feet are definitely not hairy. And we both laugh. And all of a sudden, I go to him, yeah, but you don't understand. You cannot be the guy. Because at the end of the day, your last name is American or British at most. It's definitely not German. And I had, I don't know, do you know Cinderella? The Cinderella story? Yes, of course. <laughs> do, you know, do you know that part where Cinderella gets out of the, and this is like Disney Cinderella, okay? Mm -hmm. That part of Cinderella where she is locked up upstairs. The, the evil stepmother has a key inside her pocket. The little mice steal the key. They go upstairs, they unlock the door and she rushes downstairs mm -hmm. to go ahead and try on that slipper. Mm -hmm. And as the butler is coming with the slipper, he gets stripped and this glass slipper breaks, right? So there's no way of, of, of ever even being able to say Cinderella is the princess because the glass slipper no longer exists, right? Mm -hmm. But that moment where Cinderella sticks her hand inside her pocket in her dress, takes out the slipper and says, oh, but I have the other one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember these details like until you're saying them. I'm like, it broke? I'm like, oh yeah, but she does take it out of her. Yes. Her so then of course yeah okay so that 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 right there i have to say that the second this happened to me it was the cinderella moment for me because <laughs> i had just told him it's not you buddy like there's nothing here that's gonna happen between us moving forward because 
I'm looking for this person. I'm waiting for this person, you know? And I knew that I, I couldn't find this person. I knew this person had to find me, you know? And mm -hmm. so he has, he, what he says next was the Cinderella moment. It was Cinderella taking out the slipper and saying, but I have the other one. And he mm -hmm. goes to me, but Jatson, I do have a German last name. I changed it to my middle name when I was 18 years old, legally. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I was just like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> so at that point, I was like, okay, maybe you are it. You know, <laughs> I was still on the denial for quite a long time, but then everything aligned and, and I saw it and I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, it is you. <laughs> so uh, when I had seen the cars at 20 years old, they were together because they were a couple years apart where it was showing me where I had met him uh, during one point in his time and then another point in, in his life when he came back. And everything, um, everything aligned. Everything was exactly who I was waiting for. And within, within I want to say, uh, days, within days of that happening, I went ahead and I was talking to him and uh, he's literally looking at me and he's like, you know, I think I'm the guy, I think I'm the guy. And I'm like, you think you're the guy? He's like, I think I'm the guy, everything. He goes, everything, everything is, is definitely me. But, you know, you put the drawings, you put the story that you have together. You know, my last name is definitely German. I just came from overseas. I got blue eyes. I'm definitely in my sixties, it's definitely me. And we're literally just standing in, around in this hotel room <laughs> that he was staying here in Sarasota because he had just came back from overseas. And we both hear, uh, you know how angels make a little bit of a sound, like a bell sounds situation? And we hear like a real high pitched sound. Mm. And I look around and because I hear it mm. and he looks around and freezes. And I go to him, are you okay? And he goes, shh, shh. And I said, are you okay? He goes, uh, yeah, I'm okay. And I said, are you like, looking around because of the sounds that we're hearing. And he looked at me like I was like, I like he couldn't believe it. He's like, you can hear them too. And I said, Yeah, I can. So from that moment on, I realized that this person was the person I was supposed to meet. Now, everything is not, you know, perfect. But it is, I want to say the catalyst that um, catapulted me into the journey, the esoteric journey that I'm in. Because you know, sometimes in, in life, and, and this is just, you know, uh, my advice here and also what, what I feel. Um, in life, there's times where you have a trajectory and you have things that you have to get done, but it's not until the, the people who have to be in place um, become activated that you might be able to continue your journey. You know, because sometimes you are in a journey by yourself, but you're never alone. So there's always key players that have to appear. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think for me, what I think about is, you know, we're always asking for signs and we're always asking for clues and we're, we're asking for things. And a lot of times what we're asking for is already present and we just can't see it or we can't accept it. Yes. <laughs> and even like someone like you who has, who gets really clear signs and really clear <laughs> visions. 
<laughs> yeah, <I said> Jill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm actually gonna tell you about that uh, about the science of clear vision. So, uh, because this is this kind of funny, it, it goes along the lines of, of exactly that. Um, last night, a friend of mine tells me, "Hey, Jetson, we're gonna hang out so we can talk about retreats and stuff." I was like, "Yeah, sure." And um, I go ahead and take a shower, and in the shower, um, spirits sometimes like water. Water is very good for communication. So um, I'm taking a shower and I clearly hear, pack your wand, pack your wand. And, you know, I'm a healer, so I have a, a little bit of a wand situation going on, um, which I use for healing. And I I literally talk out loud and I'm like, no, I'm not packing no wand. I, it's, it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to go do a meeting real quick, you know, with the, a little bit of coffee and just, you know, write down ideas. And I'm not going to pack any wands. I'm just not going to pack a wand. I'm not doing any healings. And I keep hearing, pack your wand. I was like, no, not packing it. Uh, clear, clear meshes, clear, extremely clear message. Okay. Um, and I go to my desk and I see two little bottles of, um, they call purificado uh, liquids and therefore when you're he doing healings, your client's supposed to drink those. And it's a mixture of like holy water and some other um, um, essential uh, oils and stuff that are, that are in there. So I look at them and I'm like, no, I'm not taking anything with me. I am not doing a healing at 10 o'clock at night. Just not going to do it. And I get to my friend's house who is about five minutes from where I live. And we talk about the plans. We talk about the retreats. We, you know, we're we're making all this, uh, you know, um, strategic planning that we got to do and and thoughts back and forth. And um, I tell him uh, about what we're talking about today, which is the temascal and the hummingbird. And he decided that that's what the name he's gonna pick for the retreat, the hummingbird. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And then he goes to me, well, Jackson, you know, you're a healer. So you're going to be also be doing some healing in the retreat that we're going to open. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be doing some healing. I'm definitely going to be doing live activations. I, I definitely want whoever's working with me to be live activated. It's very important for me to be on the same page energetically with people. And he goes to me, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. And I'm like, what do you, wait, 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 what do you mean you're ready? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Activate me. Come on, just heal me. Let's go. I'm ready. And I'm like, I don't have my wand with me. <laughs> So had I lessened, <laughs> even though I clearly heard it in the shower, I would have had the one with me. Uh, needless to say, I drove back to the house and I got it and went back to his house and uh, activated him last night and did the healing and um, really helped him out because part of the modality also helps with PTSD. And he had some PTSD from being a, um, a soldier. So um He'll hopefully continue his healing, and I'm just happy to be in alignment with him. Yeah, that's beautiful. But, um, yeah, but you know, it's, it's like you said. Sometimes you get clear messages. I I sometimes choose not to follow them, <laughs> even though I should. <laughs> I do want to ask with your tarot card um, story because we are in a discovering empowerment series. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about kind of predestined paths, right? You got a message that was 20 years in the future saying this is yeah. when things will get started. Yes. What are your thoughts about that, right? Like if we are empowered, if we have free will, if we are, you know, we have divinity within us, we have kind of, we're able to choose every single day. Um, 
what kind of life we want, how we want to operate, what we want to call into our lives. Like, what is this relationship with non-physical and, um, or these like messages we get that are like, wait, or don't do anything, or like, it's not going to happen here. Like, how do we make sense of that with free will from your experience? Okay, so um, in free will, you you have the choice, uh, like you said, very clear every single day, every single second of the day to go ahead and choose. Yes, you're going to do something. No, you're not going to do it. Or you might do it 20 years from now, or you might do it two minutes from now. Um, there is um, a predestined circumstances. Because like I said, if you are here um, as a healer or you're here in a path um, or you're here activated for something that you're supposed to go ahead and get done during this lifetime, those things are going to align for you. Those people are going to go ahead and, and be drawn to you. They're going to find you. It doesn't matter where you are. You know, I am from Costa Rica. He was born in New York. We both ended up in Sarasota at the same exact time. Okay. Um, so it doesn't matter how that's going to pan out, but because you have the free will, okay, even though that person, that, that predestiny that you already have, that assignment, I call it an assignment that you have, can go ahead and appear and you can choose to say no. Had I, had I gone ahead and said, nah, you're not the guy and I would have walked away, it would have completely changed everything. Now, would it, would it still change the fact that I was still supposed to become a healer? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that would still go ahead and try to find me again over and over. Um, I'm, I can, I like to talk a lot about like um, uh, things that happened in my life or uh, things that I notice that come around over and over. So um, as you know, I'm a, um, I'm also a, a certified skincare therapist, a paramedical esthetician, which is a medical esthetician. So when I was in, uh, before my twenties, I was about 18, 19, I went to cosmetology school. Can't cut hair to save my life. Was extremely good at skincare. Didn't like it. The teacher knew I was supposed to be a skincare girl and she kept sending me to the skincare room and I kept saying no. When I go ahead and I graduate, um, I decide I don't want to work in this field and I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And I called it a day. When you fast forward into my life later on, like, you know, um, 15, 16, 17 years later, I end up in a situation where I need to go back to school and I need to go ahead and do a different profession. And uh, clear as day, clear as day, I hear um, my ex-teacher's name um, and then I hear her voice and I hear her say, Jackson, get back into the skincare room. So you see, if you if you look at it uh, in what you're asking with whether or not you have the choices, whether or not you have free will, whether or not there's a predestined, right? Um, I had the choice to be a skinker girl since I was 18 years old, okay? Um, had I started then, I would have had more knowledge in the field. I would have, you know, um, maybe had a bigger practice at the time compared to now, right? Um, but I chose no, I chose not the right moment for me right now, even though I'm already in the field, I don't want to do it. And I backed off, but that, that was supposed to be for me. I was supposed to get into skincare no matter what. Okay. My choices where I either do it now or I do it later. My choices where I do facials or I do a medical skincare. You see that? 
because I was supposed to go ahead and, and do it no matter what. Yeah. So, so if if you if you kind of look at your um, let me let me ask you this, okay? That is one thing that I can tell you across the board. Now that I'm in, you know, I'm gonna be 44 soon. Um, I'm still a skincare girl, and I'm happy being a skincare girl. I love being a skincare girl. Yes, I'm a healer, but I'm also a skincare girl. Okay, and I kind of kept saying no, 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 and here I am. I sell equipment. I, I, you know, I, I, I do speaking events, and I love that uh, part of my my situation. Um, so what can you tell me in your life, okay, that has come back around over and over? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I, and I was so ready to ask you more questions about this. Now I'm thinking yeah, about because because that's really that's you know for me to answer that question on. Uh, free will and predetermine certain things, you have to look back into your life. Go ahead and go back 20 years back, 10 years back, 15 years back. What has keep coming over and over into your life? What keeps recurring? What what little thing keeps coming back over and over? And it's because that is a predestined. Mm. You just have been choosing not to follow it. You have been choosing mm. not to go forth with it. And you can always choose no, or you can yeah. go ahead and choose and let it happen. Yeah yeah and and I, for me like fashion comes up that's something that i just okay. love um i've always loved um but i just keep dismissing it because it's like okay what about it right <laughs> like uh where do i start i don't know i don't get it um but it's something that i have like just in the last few days just said okay well if there's something to do just like show me like i guess i mean of course it's interesting i love it um mm -hmm. so i've just started to open myself up but i love I love that you're like literally saying like, yes, there is predestination because I think nobody, nobody is saying that. And yet we feel it. Like we feel like we're almost designed for something. Like we feel a call towards things. Um, because and, and said, yeah. yeah, like this is really, really powerful. And um, I almost think about, you know, they, a lot of teachers say like you create your own reality right but it's like who who is the you that they are referring to like i'm starting <laughs> to now understand that they don't mean you you human you know jetson human myra create your own reality i think what they were saying is you as in you in connection with your higher self in connection with you know those that support you create your own reality yes yeah, so that existed before this body you know, which had some intentions around why it came and what it's supposed to be doing, create the reality. Correct. And especially, like I said, if you're, if you're in your timeline, if you are on a journey that, because you're supposed to get something done while you're here, all those things that are already, uh, you know, predestined contracts are going to come, are going to come around you. And, and that's when you start seeing, hmm, why is this coming around? What's coming around? It's because there's a, there's a contract already for you there, you know? And like I said, you can choose to go ahead and say, no, I don't want to go ahead and be part of this contract. And if you choose to go ahead and come back, because you can choose to come back, then um, it's going to manifest again because it's still part of your what you signed originally. <laughs> right. You know, like you don't get off the hook. Yeah. And I guess the question um, is like, what with what ease do I want to live? Like, do I want to live in my like highest 
expression, which would include these things, or do I not? Like, do I want to live kind of in resistance to them? Right. Because either um, way, they're going to keep showing up. <laughs> exactly. So in, in, in life activation, that's why I like, I like doing that healing modality because it's, it reactivates information that we as humans do not remember, but our higher self knows. Okay. Right. And it realigns you to, to kind of remember or start getting um, some science or something for you to realign with whatever it is you're supposed to be doing or whatever it is going to make you happier, right? Because it's also, it's also, if you're doing something, it's going to make you happy if you love what you're doing, you know, and if it's alignment with your, with your joy list, as, as William calls it. Um, so like I said, for me, it was really interesting because, you know, whether it's skincare or, or, or anything else, um, I'm going to go ahead and go back into the healing modalities, right? So mm -hmm. since I was very little, I've been seeing angels since I was about four years old. Um, always thought that I could fly for whatever reason. I don't know why I thought I could fly. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I could see people who have passed on since I was a little kid. And I didn't want to embrace that stuff. You know, it's a little scary when you're a little kid, mainly because the people around you, the adults make it scary or the people around you start making fun of you. Um, or when, as you start getting older, you realize that I, you know, you don't want to have interaction, right? But even down to skincare, okay? When I went to training for skincare, I was there for a year and a half and modalities like Shodara, modalities with Ayurvedic, modalities with crystal healings and healing modalities um, were part of the, my training. And when I was doing those facials, I could see people's aura and, you know, uh, their colors. I was getting very activated and whoever was on my treatment table was either completely asleep and they were also seeing things when I was doing uh, work on them, or they would go ahead and get up and will be completely disoriented and relaxed to the point where they couldn't remember their own names, let alone walk. And they were like, wow, Jetson, you should go into the healing modalities. You should not go into medical aesthetics. You should just go into healing uh, aesthetics. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to have a bunch of crystals around. I do not want to be a part of this field. Uh, this is not what I came to school for. I'm going straight into medical aesthetics. So e even, even with that, I still fought it. Yeah. You see, you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. Um, because the people who were, who were with me uh, could feel what was you know what was happening could feel my, the energy levels that i was having but i was like no i don't want any part of this i want to do something else um yeah so um i love medical aesthetics i love healing skin but even even we even even though i haven't done um as much um healing as i wish i would have have done had i gone into healing skincare okay um it has still kept me in the spa Okay, mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying. So, so I I am still responsible for making people feel better and feel and feel good and and find joy, and yeah. and that's really what I'm also here to go ahead and do. You know, with med meditation, with the breath work. So, in something that you said earlier, the connection with your higher self, right? Because if you have a better connection with your higher self, then you can hear and maybe understand what is it that your path is or where you're supposed to go ahead and go. So for you to go ahead and have that connection with your higher self, you know, with source, with God, um, 
you know, whatever you want to go and call it, your guides, your angels, um, mm -hmm. you have to go ahead and do the simple steps, meditate. And I'm going to use the word prayer. Okay. Prayer mm -hmm. is just you talking with source. Irregardless of religion, irregardless of what your beliefs are. Okay. Is you talking to source. It is you having a one-on-one -on -one communication with source. Meditation is the quieting of the mind, okay, and the body and the senses so that you can go ahead and tap in to your higher self and your energy field. Mm -hmm. And then once you go ahead and align those things, um, then you are able to hear things better, but you can also choose to not do them. Just like I chose not to take the one to my, to my, to my meeting yesterday. <laughs> See that? Yeah. I chose, yeah. even though I heard it, I still choose not to do it. So again, that is your free will. <laughs> and I love, I love, cause you have a lot of stories like this. <laughs> so I love that we're just get, we're going to get into this, but this was like such a perfect introduction of who you are. Mm -hmm. what your skills are, um, your gifts, how clear you receive information. And I, I think in future episodes, we'll go into more of that because you see things, you hear things with a level of clarity that I think most of us envy. Uh, but for all of our listeners, I would still say like the takeaway here is still like, listen, like yes. your signs might not be as audible or as clear as Jadson, but you're getting something, right? Yes. Like even I had to think and I'm like, yeah, there's some things that keep reoccurring. So that would be a big takeaway. Like what are some things that keep coming up for you that maybe you're pushing against or you're rejecting? What are things that maybe you're asking for that are already in your life? Like think about those things um, because sometimes we're, wishing for something that maybe is already there. We just haven't acknowledged it. And then meditate, pray, reflect. So all of these are like takeaways from the show. Uh, and we haven't even gotten started with the Demascal, which I want to yeah. kind of move there. Um, yes. Before we do, while we're kind of in a transition, I do want to say we will go further into all of this. We're going to go further into tarot. We're willing to do tarot readings, guided meditation, some of this. All of this, we'll, we'll start to get more hands-on. Uh, this show is just to kind of give you an introduction to, to Jetson, to myself, for you to get a feel of the kind of stories, the things that we're going to be exploring um, in this journey. And um, so stay tuned, email us, go to the show notes or the podcast description to to get on our email. If you're interested in a tarot reading, or maybe you want to be coached, or you want to be part of this conversation, you if you have a story to tell us, reach out to us, we want this to be super engaging and hands on for everybody. Yes, correct. And then also, you guys can visit jetsonlive.com. And on jetsonlive.com, you are able to go and uh, email us and sign up for any breathwork class or meditation class, as well as um, uh, for tarot readings uh, live. And if you wanted to be part of our podcast through advertisement or sponsorship, we welcome that as well. 